Welcome to Daters Gonna Date. This is a Irish podcast all about dating. Two single girls living in Dublin. What the hell will we get up to? Not much at the moment with COVID, um, but we'll discuss all our dating woes, all your dating woes, um, and we hope you enjoy. daters welcome back we're here we're back after our little hiatus our unplanned hiatus it's nicola here um and we are so sorry that we've been gone for the last couple of months but unfortunately roshan's been dealing with some stuff um in you know the old real life so we didn't plan to take a break but that's been going on in the background and she will be back with me in the next couple of weeks or so um, but until then i was like do i talk to myself um, lather on for an hour and I was like no one wants to hear this especially because I'm rocking this sexy man voice that I've got going on for my cold so I decided to bring one of our former guests back um you may remember her as the girl who got the ick off your man from Emmerdale it's Michelle (laughs) (laughs) oh the claim to fame so yeah don't adjust your speakers or your earlobes Roisin hasn't just got a Dublin a rough Dublin accent she's just not here so you're stuck with me do you know how many people yeah. messaged in about uh, the Emmerdale, Emmerdale guy after your episode and literally were like, which guy from Emmerdale? Is it Aaron? Is it this person? Is it Marlon Dingle? Is it this? <laughs> <laughs> people probably wouldn't, all I will say is the person isn't in it anymore and people probably wouldn't remember who it was. And I, I've definitely forgot about him. So let's all move on from that. It was Paddy. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> I couldn't get Paddy. Let's be honest. I'd never get Paddy. Well, we've roped you in. We obviously didn't have too scarring of an effect when you were here the first time. Yeah, well, I haven't listened back because I can't listen to me on voice back. But yeah, I, I'm sure I had rave reviews, didn't I? Rave reviews. People said you were the inner city version of Joanne McNally. Yeah, well, that's what I'm coming. I, I said this to Nicola before. I'm coming. We're coming for horror and Vogue. Sorry, Roisin. If this blows up and we start getting sponsorships, <laughs> Roisin's, Roisin's fired. Although Roshan would definitely be, uh, she has the accent for Joanne and Vogue because they're both so posh. Yeah. We can be like the working class version of Joanne and Vogue. So like, or like the culty, the, the poor culty version. I'm the poor rough dub version then. So who would be, so the, uh, you know, the the working class version of Vogue is probably like Stellar or, you know, Advertiser, one of those free magazines you get outside mass. <laughs> But who's going to end up married to some millionaire off made in Chelsea with a ball of kids and who's going to end up being single forever? I think... I think we're both Joannes in that case. Yeah, Yeah, we're both Joannes. Let's be honest. I think we're both Joannes. I don't think there's any Vogues here. No, unless you secretly have been texting, swiping for some millionaire since I saw you. Uh, that, That would be a no. That would be a strong no. We should probably mention that both Michelle and I are off the date naps and fully, fully have the ick factor when it comes to men. Yeah, I think I'm gone past the ick in that it just, 
I've said this, Nicola knows, because we've had many a conversation about this. Um, I just can't, it just doesn't factor into my life. It's not that I've got a really exciting life either, by the way. I've got a really boring life at the moment, but I kind of like it that way. And I just have, I just have no tolerance or interest or anything. Um, like, I like hearing with the girls. Like, well, I live in the UK and one of our friends is back on the apps, but she literally went back on them about a month or so ago and sent me screenshots of all the same creatures and weirdos and oddballs and ex-boyfriends and people you've dated before that have been knocking around on there for years. Mm-hmm. And we've lived over here a similar amount of time and we live in a kind of similar area. So every time she, me or her or her folk are on their maps, we end up speaking to the same people as each other, people we've seen before, exes you'd never want to see again. And they're all still there. I haven't been on them. I think... Um, I spoke about when I was on the podcast with you for us in 2020 I did like quite a bit of dating and it was good crack and blah 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 just and then since last year I've not been bothered but it's still all the same people on there and they're still rallying the same photographs and we all know they don't look like that lockdown hasn't been kind so uh, we all know they don't look like that anymore so yeah and when you see exes using pictures from 10 to 12 years ago on there so yeah just it's not my not my vibe at the moment, but you never know. Maybe I'll 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 have a turnaround at some point. But all the Irish who are on the apps now are just kind of going. Would have assumed that the UK swiping was a lot better, more you know potentials out there because you know it's in a horror show back here. Um, it's literally like I'm fully convinced that there's some secret app that all the good looking people are on and no one has cared to share with me. We're, we're not invited. We're too hideous. We're not invited. <laughs> you know, when you have to do the face recognition thing on these apps now to prove it's you to go eh, eh, no. And if you're good looking enough, maybe you get a secret link. Oh, yeah. oh, I've blown it wide open. So if you get scanned and you're gorgeous enough, you get sent the link and you're like, right, this is where all the rides are. But when sorry, we scan our face like nah, you're here with the dregs of society who've been knocking around here, living I'm, in this whole last five years. No, would, actually, it's longer than five years, ten years. I would never do the face recognition because usually, whenever I am on those apps, I'm sitting at home in my pajamas or my snuddy or my leggings, and those pictures obviously are when you actually look decent and you've put some makeup on. And it would I would never be recognised. Tinder would be like you're a troll, like you're clearly a bot. Yeah, but they were always like, this picture will not be shared. This picture, I was like, but please not. It's bad enough when you put up your nice glam pictures. Yeah, nobody needs to see this. But anyways, we've gone off on a tangent there. But yeah, uh, the the UK now, no, it's no different over here. To all you Irish gals, it's no different over here. It's the same, maybe, 100 faces that you see. It's probably just us 50 faces in Ireland, whereas you probably get 100 faces here, but they're all, yeah, same old faces. And the same, they basically just copy and paste the same shit that they've sent to you probably however many times before. And the few that seem all right, you end up having two or three messages back and forth. And then it just dies on its arse. Um, so, yeah, and me and my friend who is single here, like we kind of would always check in with each other because so many times we've both like been on speaking to the same people. We both went on a date one time on the same night. And turned out we'd both been speaking to each other's fella that we were on the date with. Oh, so then mine was as dry. Mine was as dry. I, I don't know if I told this story the last time. I don't think I did. But the fella I went with, 
uh, on the date with that night was an Irish lad. And I was kind of like, you know, I always give the Irish lads more of a chance because like, they'll have the crack, even if they look like, you know, the back of a book, they'll have a bit of crack. No, this fella had the personality of a tea towel. So, no, we secretly, I went into the toilet, texted my friend because I knew she was up the road in another pub and accidentally suggested, oh, well, let's go up here and see what the crack is and bumped into them. So, but at least her fella was a bit of crack, so we had loads of shots, but my one, yeah, no, no personality. So, yeah, no, it's no better over here. So, sorry if, uh, well, maybe if you were coming for a weekend, the novelty of it, but yeah, if you live here, it's the exact same. Over the course of the last while I've been, oh, well, this has been off air. I went on back on Tinder from pure boredom because, you know, what else do you do in January? And uh, I, it's just, it was horrific. It was awful. It's just like, oh my God, this guy. I swear, I, I, I wish I could say names, but I, I like, even because obviously it's not surnames, but I swear I could probably say five names and every single person in the, who listens to this could go. Oh yeah, seen him. I could probably describe his photos. Seen him on Bumble, Hinge, Tinder, whatever. It was just like honestly, these people are using the same photos I saw them on in like 1992. And there was, but I did get talking to one guy, and he was crack and kind of bantering over and back, and like maybe like five or six messages a day. And then he got COVID, and I thought, oh sure, then I'll get loads of messages because he's nothing else to be doing with himself. And he kind of checked out for a while, then kind of checked back in. Oh, COVID's not great. Blah blah blah. And then he must have died from it or something because he just disappeared. I don't know where the second went. Or he had a wife and 17 kids at home. He probably did, but Jesus Christ, he must like, surely the time to keep up with somebody is when you're lying in the bed with the COVID and you're like, I have nothing else to be doing. I'll I'll keep here. Unless he got a girlfriend during those two weeks when he was self-isolating or whatever. I was like, right, grand. But um, I did throw it out to our, our listeners on the Insta um to see you know maybe people are having better luck and um I did ask some questions and stuff like that but um when I asked about dating um if anyone was dating right now we got so many can I just say yeah Nicola has sent me some of the responses from all you girls and I've noticed the team here there's a running team and we're all on the same page I think girls yeah I've given up Ghost, <laughs> ghosting, having no luck, hard to find anybody sound, hard to find anybody genuine, lack of decent men, the the available options, nobody replies. Um, guy, if guys are dicks and have a lot of issues. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's mad to see like there's so many, well, like, kind of one way I'm kind of like, it's not just me then. I'm not just this troll that like comes out on the, after two years in lockdown, 70 pounds heavier. And everybody's like, uh, oh, I haven't found loads of love. But um, it seems like, and I did, say, I did say this a few episodes back because a friend of mine had said to me, oh, I think the lads are going to be mad to settle down after COVID. And I was like, you're absolutely mental. That's not going to happen. And I do think that's what's happened. People are... Um, just lads are just out for what they missed over two years two years of riding crammed into as many nights as they can get out well see that's how the lads have gone whereas I've gone I really love my cup of tea and my uh, hot water bottle of an evening now um, <laughs> after Covid and the lads are all flat out riding whereas I'm just like oh, I just like a cup of tea and you know a nice rest and an early night you're like so, your yeah. man or your father Ted <laughs> Yeah, only the farms. Is I can't get fully. I can't get yeah fully on board with it now. I just like a cup of tea and a and the rest of the evening. Well, somebody um wrote to us saying I've been on so many first dates and I find it hard to make a connection with somebody. Um, how to move past? How do you move past the awkward chatting phase, or should it just flow if it's right? 
So what do you think on that one? See, I don't know, right? Because I think a lot of this comes down to personality types as well. Like me and you and Roisin, we're all very similar. Well, me and you, because I know Roisin would get, she'd kind of openly says on here a lot, she gets very, she'd get very, very nervous, like about like a conversation and speaking to people and like she'd rather text them and then she'd probably get quite nervous as in like when it comes to the physical meetup and chat. Whereas I don't, I get probably, you would get a little bit of, oh, just before you walk into me someone, but I don't, I find like I can just talk enough shite to kind of keep a conversation going but yeah I, I do get that because like sometimes you can kind of even if you are a person like that if you get nothing back and it's just like oh how was your day yeah it was grand and then you try and maybe like ask throwing a funny question or a funny story or mm. and you're just getting nothing back like it can be or if it's just like some people don't have the confidence to kind of move it on to be like well should we meet up I would always say because when I'm in the zone, I'm very much in the zone. I'm like, right, well, you're, we're getting on. And I'll just kind of say, so are we going to go do something? Should we go for a drink? Or, you know, if we're speaking about something, kind of suggest, oh, sure, well, when, when are me and you going to do that? You know, in a joking way. And that's the way, if they're not, ta- you know, taking the beat and asking, that's how I would approach it. But I know not everybody would do that. A lot of people kind of, even though it's old school, expect the lad to kind of ask the question. Yeah, but... but- what about when you meet them then and, you know, you see, meet them in person and, you know, things aren't like things are, you know, sometimes conversations can be stalled. Oh, and then you can get a text like afterwards that. and the guy's like, oh, great to meet you. Let's do this again. And you're kind of like, it, you know, the spark didn't seem to be there. But sh- should you give it mm. another go? Like the awkward conversations? Oh, yeah, well, I've had this before where it's like, not even that it's been awkward conversations, but you know where you've kind of met them and yeah. It's been grand, but it's a bit like it's always a conversation. I know I've rang you so many times after a date, and you'd be like, "Oh, so tell me what was the crack?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it was grand." And as soon as someone says that, it's like mm-hmm. if I ask you or I ask Roshi or any of the girls, and I go, "Ah, oh, so how was it?" Like our friend over here, she actually went on a date last night, so I texted her and I was like, "How did it go?" And she's like, "Yeah, it was grand. Like he's a nice fella. If you're described as a nice fella and it was grand, it's just..." Yeah. And then it's always a thing of, oh, are you going to see them again? Should you see them again? Can it kind of turn into something then? Now, I've never had it where I have given them a second chance of like, of a kind of on the second day being like, oh my God, he's amazing. It's great. But I'm sure it probably does happen. But I think you can kind of get a gauge of it from the first day mm-hmm. if, if there's any sort of a spark. I mean, you can get on grand with someone, but if it's just kind of like meh, and you're kind of, you're not, if you never heard from again, you're not going to be bothered. I think that's your answer, really. But I know, like, it's because it's so hard to kind of get somebody who you're even bothered to go on one date with in this kind of time. that <laughs> you're kind of like, oh, sure, well, should I give him another chance? But I suppose it's, I don't know, it's preference. What would you think? Like, I think the problem here is that there's no lack of people actually asking people out on dates. So then if yeah. you go on a date and you're not in, like you're not getting it back or it's doesn't flow, the conversation doesn't flow or it's awkward or it's you asking all the questions. You go home and you're like, that was shy or not even shy. As you said, that was grand. But like, you know, it's not like you're skipping to go meet them again. The problem is then you're sitting at home and you go, nobody else has asked me out. Should I? Whereas, you know, if it was a different circumstance, if like, it was the middle of the summer and you've loads of events on and this happened 
and you know you're going to festivals next weekend or you're going on your holidays and the guy you met him and it wasn't happening you go oh fuck it like so I think it's just this awkward timing as well that you're going should I just give him a day because no there's nothing else going on and I think you're right when someone's described as grand something's grand like I always think right girls swirl it around say you go out with a fella and you can somehow be a little fly in that wall the next day when his mate rings and goes what's the story with that board last night and he goes oh yeah man she was grand like to be described as grand Mm -hmm. you'd be like never never text me again because you're like like I feel like a bag of shit and the thing is even if you went into him you nearly always want them to be into you although remember my situation I had that fella who was very keen on the date about he wanted us to spend. So we went out on like a random tour, say for a drink. He was very, very full on. And I instantly got the ick because he had turkey teeth and I can't be doing with fake teeth. Uh, you know all about it. He literally was blinding me in the pub with his teeth. And then, um, and anyway, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, he was very keen and wanted us to spend. He was like, we should do what are you doing for the weekend. And Sharon was kind of like, oh, nothing really. He's like, well, we should spend the weekend together. Now, bear in mind, this was a tour stay. And I was like, spend the weekend together. I said, like, mother of Christ, what is he on about here? So anyways, the next day then, we ended up having quite a few drinks. So I was walking the next day, dying in a hole and had the fear. And then he texted me and I was like, you know, like I said, he was grand, but like I wasn't into him. And then the talkie teach just ended it anyways for me. So I te- I was like, I think I was texting you and I was like, right, I have to text this fella and tell him no, it's a friend vibe for me. I'm not feeling it, blah, blah, blah. So I spent, you know, I should do, spent ages like writing the message. No, I'll take that bit out. I'll put this bit in. Whatever it was in the end, I was like, oh, I had a really good time. But yeah, I'm not really kind of feeling it. it was more like a friendly thing for me because he'd text before saying so what are we doing for this weekend and I was like oh Christ <laughs> so anyways I drafted me message sent it then put my phone upside down so I couldn't see it because I was walking and full of the fear then 10 minutes later he texts back loads of laughing faces haha you're gas or you're funny like thinking I was taking the piss and I was like Oh, I remember I was sweating. I was like sweating me back off going, oh my God, he thinks I'm messing. Like he thinks that I'm like really into him. And then I had to like basically reiterate my point on another message. I'm like, no, I'm not messing. I'm like really like not feeling this. And it was the most awkward thing ever. And then he only lives up the road. Now, how I've never bumped into him, that was about 18 months ago. I don't know. But yeah, because I think I'd spot the teeth from 10 miles away. But yeah, so then you've got that as well where you have to like, tell them the next day that you're not into it but you kind of and if people don't admit it you still kind of want that person to want to see you again even if you don't want to see them but that was just a horrendous situation because I was riddled with the fear oh. your man sounds like the tinder <laughs> wanted to take you away for the weekend <laughs> no we lived in a share house with four of the lads so I don't think we were going schmoozing off on a private jet to um I don't know wherever he brings in Switzerland wherever your mom the tinder swindler was bringing them but yeah if it's just grand it's probably not worth yeah like, I just think you wouldn't we wouldn't want to be described as grand and if somebody's mate said about us oh so will you see her again and goes oh yeah like probably if it's a probably I don't I wouldn't hate for somebody to be saying that about me but mm-hmm. like I've done that before oh yeah maybe grand yeah he's nice maybe I'll give him another chance but no I just think if you know you you know but Another Anyways, it's desperate, desperate measures now 
So, what else anybody out there wants to do? Well, t- two people that wrote in um, actually had dates and they said the dating options were absolutely horrific. One person said she had a coffee date today. The cafe was closed, so he suggested going to a petrol station for a coffee. Is this one of Roisin's daters that she had... When was that? I can't even. I've lost all concept of time. Was it last year or the year before? Like the fella who went to the car park. This is a similar. So, all right. So the coffee shop isn't open. So what? Let's go and stand in the Shell garage and like have a little latte and a chat while and the stink of diesel around us. Oh sure, your man Paddy Smith that we had on. Obviously, he got treated to a Circle K sandwich. What the hell is wrong oh. with lads that <laughs> that were like? Do you know what's lovely now? The old apple green. That's where we met. Our eyes met over a sausage roll in the apple green. There off the M6. Flip off. I think uh, I think they're giving these lads like some sort ten of percent uh, discount. Yeah, match with this girl, and we give you ten percent off the circle. Okay, can I get a chicken fillet roll and a coffee for some five euro? Honestly, lads, the other one was uh, someone said, "Oh, everyone's mad to still do walking dates, even though the restrictions are lifted." Lads, pubs are open again. Uh, you know, you can go to a restaurant, uh, go for dinner. Yeah, like like I did, I did my fair share. Well, I say I didn't really do walking dates. I just did drinking in the park, but um, I did do a couple of walking dates. But yeah, drinking in the park. But yeah, I don't know why people have really chosen to do that when you can just go, <laughs> go and get a drink, people. Go and get a drink. Yeah, and even if you don't drink, there's ways to go on dates without having to go well, for a bloody yeah, walk. You can go for coffee. You can go and, I don't know, you can go and do anything. The world is back open. Let's make the most of it. Look at what's happening in the world. God only knows what we'll be doing in six months' time. So yeah, make the most of it while we can, I say. Oh, don't say that now. We'll all be trying to find ourselves, fellas, in case, you know, the war lockdown that's on its bloody way. <laughs> like, let's keep it light. Let's keep it light. <laughs> oh, uh, let's see what everyone else is saying. Uh, a lot of people are only looking for a casual dating and missing some manners too. Wow, but that's, I'm assuming, lads, you know, dick pics. That just screams that, I'm assuming. Um, but I did say this is going to happen. No one in, you know... Yeah, I was going to say, this comes back years. to what you said, but I think wasn't that one of your married friends who was of the opinion that, oh, yeah, sure, all the fellas now, all the lads would be mad to find a wife. Yeah, I was like, yeah, when they've been locked up for two years and they get out and they get back into coppers, they were, it's not a wife they'd be looking for. Oh, I did ask people about coppers because I wanted to know. I haven't been back yet um, uh, at all, which is random. I've been to the George a number of times, but I haven't been. Yeah, to- you know what's really sad? I tried, I was um, back home. Me and Nicola were actually out like, when was it last week, week before? I was back home for, for a week and we went out and our go-to thing is just to go. We didn't go to the George, but we were out in other gay bars. And that's just like my happy place. And like, I swear to God, people just keep asking me, have you gone? Because I haven't been like on dates or anything. Like, have you gone the other way? I mean, it's fine if you are. And I was like, I know what would be fine if I was. And if I had, I would tell you, I just would like to go to gay bars. But then I was trying to rack my brain to remember when I was last in Coppers. Because obviously I don't live at home anymore. But I, it used to be my go-to. You know, when I'd come home, we'd always end up in Coppers on one of our nights out. And I cannot even remember when I was last there. I was like, it's sad. I think that... So you, need to get your, you need to get your arse back in there now. I know. I need to get my gold card. Um, and I've, I have to get my gold card renewed. And then I think it was 2019... 
myself and Ro had planned when we started this podcast because it's starting in 2020 we were going to do a copper's night um you know see could we get the shift the whole lot and then you know the pandemic hit so you know that was good crack but maybe I'll do maybe she'll accompany me on one of these nights out soon and we'll right. actually actually I'm just gonna throw you under the bus and you better not cut this out then you have a little a little drunken shift there a few weeks ago and a <laughs> this isn't a visual medium, people, but Nicola, if you could see Nicola's face right now, it's very, very funny. Oh, God, I don't want to remind you She's definitely going to cut this out, by the way. I'll, I'll just go and spam, I'll spam the Instagram for all the details. Uh, do you know whose fault I blame that on? Joanne McNally. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to tag her in this, Joanne. Yeah, because oh, you were at her gig that night, weren't we went you? For a gig that night, um, we went for dinner beforehand, and honestly, usually when you go for dinner beforehand, you're like stuffed and you can't really drink that much. Well, that didn't happen. We were all absolutely bananas, and got we went to Wheelands and got talking to a load of people. And this one fella came up to me, God Jesus Christ, have you ever heard such a line? He came up to me and he said, "I saw you when you walked in the door. He the the way you just flipped your hair and said, I'm here now. I can tell you this for." <laughs> exactly like you oh that's something a hundred percent i've known you long enough now every time you go in flicking your hair around well, i'm here <laughs> honestly i was like i felt like Gigi hadid i was like da 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 Never. It's like in that episode of Friends where um, what's her name Denise Richards is shaking yeah. her hair around and Ross fancies her even though he's her cousin. That's you walking into Wheelands. Well, it's obviously worked, hasn't it? I heard you had a string of admirers back. Yeah, but they're, as usual, they're all like, you know, my type. The ones that I attract. All you know, I'd say, um, Mam let them out for the night and said, "Off you go now, Sunny boy, and I'll collect you from outside the nightclub." Um, yeah, and you're like, no need. No need. I'll take care of him. No need for mommy to come and get you. <laughs> Honestly, like I actually feel violently ill. I can't even physically repulse uh, The poor, the poor young fella. Well, look at breaking uh, hearts. Look at leaving us. It's like the olden days, leaving a string of broken hearts up Camden Street. He he messaged me as well. I'm like, dude, never gonna reply to this. Like ever. Now so, see. Now, I'm going to call you out here because I said this to her on the phone after this happened. I was like, if this was a, a whore now and she liked some fella she'd met the night before and she texted him and he didn't even bother replying or whatever she replied. Did you reply to him? No. I was like, you'd be like, ah, men are bastards. They won't even text you back. Men, ah, men, put them in the bin. They're all shy. And there you are, not replying to the poor chap. The poor little chap was like, with his little smitten face, and you just didn't respond to it. But look, he'd be grand, he'd be grand. And that is... And you'd be like, I, I just, nobody's interested in me, blah, blah, blah. That could have been the love of your life. Could have been. But I am going to two weddings in the next four weeks. And uh, one of the houses, the house I'm staying in, in the one... Paddy's uh, weekend uh, is going to be the single house, apparently, men and women. So that's going to be, it's going to be like oh. Jersey Shore. <laughs> <laughs> Except for it's a Northern Irish wedding. So it's going to be like, second, Jesus, I don't know what, what would you call, what would you call a Belfasher? Oh, well, you know who I am. And I'm a sucker for their accent. So if oh, I was there, there's I'd loads be all of them. Like mm, oh, yeah. Well, I've I've all had a penchant for Tyrone men in my life, and it's never turned out well, has it? I don't know. There's some there's some hearts broken left over across in Australia. Some Tyrone men just crying out your name, waiting for the day you come back. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm sure I was one on the never-ending conveyor belt of backpackers over there. So yeah, they'd be all right. But um, 
Yeah, no, hopefully you'll get some scandal for us then. If from your by the time you do your next episode, will that be after you've been to this single house with all these naughty men? Yeah, well, that'll be um you know, I'm going to that So that'll be after this. Hopefully you'll have climbed someone like a tree. Oh, I so. <laughs> Flipping me. If you don't, I'll be, I'll have, we have our, it's our friend Elaine, isn't it, that you're going yeah. with? So I'll be like, Elaine, if you're listening, I want all the dirty details. And don't worry, I will, I will walk around. in and flip my hair and everyone will just turn and look and go, there she is now, Gigi herself. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of weddings, um, sure you already know this. Sure, you great crack for me is that it's my youngest baby sister's getting married in the summertime, and I'm maid of honor. And so the oldest sister was maid of honor, and the only single one. So that's going to be a who from all the aunties and the grannies and the uncles and go, oh, especially from the other side of the family, the ones who don't know me. So who's your husband? Like, oh. um, um. Uh, he'll be along any minute now. They're sending Point another boat along for my husband. <laughs> just keep pointing at me and just set the rumours going. Sure, look, it'd be grand. <laughs> yeah, that's what the rumours are that way. Anyway, I, I've gone off on another tangent. That's what I was trying to get to earlier on. But yeah, I think everybody's just suspicious that I've just gone the other way and I won't tell them. I was like, look, I could tell you. If I was gone that way, I'd tell you. I know. I'm, I'm sure life would be a lot easier, although no one ever chats me up. In all the gay bars that we're in, no one ever chats me up. So I'm like, right. But um, I did check our coppers score there and only 17 people got the shift in coppers so far who listened to this. So who voted? The rest of them. Uh, come on, li- listeners, you need to up the game. You just have to up the game. 17. Sure, you could do that. And one person could get 17 shifts in a night in coppers. Oh, Jesus, it's been a long day since the 17 shifts in coppers now, you know. <laughs> I think we'll set, I think we need to set you a challenge. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the wedding. <laughs> Perfect spot. <laughs> how, many, how many lads are going to be in this single house with you? <laughs> oh, so no, it's mainly girls, I think, but there's like, I don't know, three lads or three or four lads. And I think one of them has got a girlfriend because he's obviously... The girlfriend's not going or something, so God help him. Those two single lads are in for an absolute treat, and they're gonna have to pick at the bun. So you're gonna have to do some extra hair shaking. Oh look, I'm gonna have my, you know, and flaunt <laughs> in the door. But Elaine is coming with me, so you know she loves. So she's she's a great woman that can out drink me. So when I'm passed out, she'll swoop on in. Yeah, so we'll look at if the, she's a listener and the listeners tell us their story. So that's the way it goes. Um. Well, somebody said they got two different shifts in bars. I'm. This person, I'm said she was living the dream. I'm living through her. So I want to hear if you have gotten the shift in the last one. By the time you listen to this, if you've gotten the shift over Paddy's weekend, we want to know every detail, every detail. Send them in to us. I'm trying to think the last time I threw the lips of them. Ah, oh, I thought it was some some young fella, wasn't it? Um, before Christmas. Now let me think. I'm quite old now, so I forget. He was definitely a young fella. He wasn't in your level of young fella. I think he was about. Torty. I'm sure it's an old man. Let me think that. Oh yeah, yeah. It was some Irish young for the um in some Irish pub. <laughs> yeah, I do live in the UK, but yeah, it was an Irish young fella over here for some Man United game or Man City game or some shit. And I was proceeded to tell him he was the image of Johnny B from the two Johnnies. I oh. do love the two Johnnies. Oh. Now, to be fair, because I had a bit of a stalk the following day, drunk me wasn't too far off the scale. It was a smaller version of Johnny B. He was. But yeah, I think that was the last person I drew the lips on. 2022 was a drought. Remember your man before that? 
on the same holiday where I met my German, my German lover. <laughs> oh, no, no, like it's some other fella then, some Welsh fella. Um, Don't flaunt Welsh in front of me. No, he was a bit, uh, no, wasn't feeling it. He did text and ask me to go out, but I wasn't feeling it. But you would have liked his accent. It was extremely Welsh. Did you reply yeah. to his message? I, I did reply. I said it was before. Do you know what was great? Because it was just in the run up to Christmas. He, I met him kind of out local. And uh, he was like, oh, so when you're back from Ireland, we'll, we should catch up. And I was like, oh, yeah, but I'm going home for, for, for quite a while. So, like, I wasn't. I was going home for, like, a week or something. <laughs> yeah, I kind of just fobbed it off. I was like, sure, I'll give you a text in the new year when I'm back. Sure, I never did. Well, he, he, another one lives around the corner. So, no doubt I'll bump into all these people again. Oh, it's going to be some day when you look like shit and I want to hear every detail about it. Every Oh, detail. yeah. Well, probably, they probably all saw me today because I went out of the house today and I swear to God, I looked like a fool. So um, they probably all saw me like, oh, Jesus, I'm glad she never texts me in the new year. <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen somebody else was saying um, before the restrictions lifted, she was messaging someone. They met up twice. They gave her COVID and then posted her. What the hell? Did he give it to her as a gift? You I go. You've got COVID. to date me. Here's some COVID. Bye. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, that was, that was nice of him, wasn't it? Well, I suppose it could be worse. He could have gave us syphilis or crabs or... Is it worse? I suppose. If it was a light dose of COVID, you're better off having that than syphilis. Or yeah, as long as it wasn't crabs. hospital bound to COVID. Cause, although it's always yeah. more embarrassing to go in and, you know, if you've got like a you know, an STD, it's going to be more embarrassing, whereas no one's really going to... Actually, do you, you know all about that, oh, you dirty riddle joke. Oh, yeah, I know all about it. I'm always You're there. dirty thing. They know me in the clinic by name. They're like, there she is now, Nicola. What's the story? Gigi walking in. <laughs> Some lads have been listening to this and think that I think that I look like Gigi. Well, I tell you right now, I, lo- I sound like Phoebe and Friends when she gets the blue, and I look like a mix between um, Pete Becker, who Monica dates, and uh, Gunther. So you look like you're wearing a cheap there with some description as well. I know I do look like it's my snuddy that I got in pennies for the Late Late Toy Show. And, you know, it's obviously March and I'm still wearing it. It is the most comfortable thing ever. And I'm wearing men's Trax bombs. So I'm sexy as. Yeah, well, as you can see, I look tremendous. This you is a walk from home. Let's see what else anybody else is saying. <laughs> Um, Come on, these listeners have to start getting us some juicy, juicy know, stories. Now the world's back open. Do you know what we need Get to find out? Get out and make tits of yourself, please. We did. We were talking about this the other night now, and we need to find if somebody actually did it. So if any of the listeners were um, on the Ros Purcell hike, I want to hear from them because I must put that up, actually. Oh, yeah, you told me about this when I was home. See, I know you said you wouldn't really be into it. I would definitely do it if I was at home. I think well, I think it'd be good, but yeah, it'd be great to hear some stories of people have done it. Is when it like a regular thing, or is she doing it just like a one-off here or there? No, she does it like every few weeks and stuff. So like it's kind of like there'll be one on Valentine's Day, and then there might be one like the bank holiday and Easter or something like that. So they're not that like regular because she obviously has her own hikes and stuff. But like we were on for doing it. Um, my me and two of our mates were on for doing it, and another, actually three of our friends. And then I think two of them had booked in for it, and then or we're on the waiting list and then it was sent out basically that it's going to be seven dates or ten dates up and ten dates down you have seven minutes while climbing a mountain 
where you talk to someone for seven minutes and then they go ding, 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 whatever. And, you know, Johnny B, Johnny is replaced by Johnny Smacks, whatever. Stay away from Johnny B. Johnny B is mine. I've no interest in either of them. So they're way too old for me. Um, No. Um, They've got one fella and then, I don't know, whatever way it works. So that's what I want to hear from someone who's done it. Um, But yeah, the whole idea, like, I don't know the last time I climbed to Mountain you, Michelle, but I very much like to hang back on my own. Well, they're always flat out climbing mountains. Oh, I'm falling on my arse. And sl- we did, where did we do last year? Diamond Hill in Connemara. And we reached the top. But I tell you now, me and Roshin did it and a couple of our friends. And well, Roshin died because she met, she was having a fit where she was like, I can't do this anymore. And then she met someone she knew halfway up and she was like, fuck my gosh, uh, <laughs> And we were all in the bitches laughing, but also not even able to laugh because it's very hard. So imagine in the midst of that being like, so what do you do for a living? What brings you here? Uh, what are you looking for? Oh, no, thanks. No, Roz, you're going to have to fix that up for us, hon. De- no, I definitely do it if I was home. But yeah, it'd be deadly to hear from somebody who has and see what the crack is. Do you know what? I always think, though, you know for a fact that the girls, you know, the applications for all these things, mm-hmm. girls will outnumber lads like so many yeah. to one because, like, it's always the same. It's like I when I went, I did speed dating about, I know you did it as well when you started the podcast, but we did, I did speed dating with a friend of mine over here about, oh, God, I think it was, like, just before the pandemic, so probably, like, the start of 2020, I remember going and there was just like so many girls because they hadn't even, it was a really shit arrangement, the place I did it. And it was like just so many girls and about six or seven lads. And my God, three of the lads that were there were, you know what I spoke at the start about all those like dregs who just yeah. appear on every app every time you go on. Three of them, I was like recognized straight away. I was like, oh, there's like Mary Joseph and the apostles, whatever their bloody claws. I was like, oh, they're all here. But yeah, and it was, there was just so many girls. So it ended up being a good night because all the girls kind of just were drinking at the bar together and having the crack. But like, and then it was like these seven kind of simpleton lads there. And but yeah, it, it must be, I'd say it's the same with Marais who you had on. Mm. Say they just get so many more women because women are just so much more inclined to like apply to these kind of things than mm. fellas ever are. Yeah, I'd say like, I always say like if I had single male friends, I'd be like, you should go to the, the like speed in because you're probably going to be the best per- looking person there. Because as you say, some of the people that go, you're like, and one of the fellas that me and Roshin met didn't speak very much English. I was like, I'm not sure how he thinks this works, but we have to talk for seven minutes. So it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the same when I went, it was a French fella. I mean, it was extremely French. And I was like, oh no, no. He just not going to understand my shy talk. Mm, I know you kind of need if someone could have a crack a crack match you know that would be good if somebody could like write these instead of just picking any old lad that applies just going right this fella feels like a bit of crack and the only time you ever see people lads put themselves forward for this kind of thing is the Valentine's Late Late Show that's that's only because they get fed a lock of drink for free by RTE oh yeah you've been to that I've never been to oh, maybe I just oh, I haven't gone um, our friend went actually did Roisin go I think Roisin went yeah, Roisin was there. I remember Roisin and some of our other mates were there at least one year, but that was a few years ago now. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking about it this year and I don't know why I must have forgot about it because they the applications for that are very quick. And as again, millions of women and then probably, you know, 150 lads. So like they probably just picked the best lads, you know, seem a bit of crack. But um, 
Yeah, I'd love to hear now. So that's things we want to hear from. If you're on the Valentine's Night Late Show, because I want to hear how rowdy that gets and the hike and that kind of stuff. But also myself and another of our single friends said we're going to start going to, because you know, we all, as we said, we go to all the gay bars. So we're going to try and do like Sunday drinking or like Saturday drinking or something in some different pubs that we never go to. So if anybody knows somewhere men tend to hang out, <laughs> be great. Uh, Six Nations is over now. So that's, you know, no use to us anymore. Like, but um, yeah, if there's pubs that lads go to watch football or just hang out in, like, you know, I know when I used to be down around the Harbour Master, there used to be loads of lads there because the IFSE, the business, there was loads of lads used to drink there. So if anyone knows if that's still the case or what's the crack, somewhere that basically is not a gay bar and I'll try it. <laughs> See, I just can't handle when I'm out, I just want to get out and I just want to dance the steps. And that's not that's not where you're not gonna find a husband on the dance floor dancing to steps, are you? But no. I can't help. The heart wants what it wants, and that's what I want. I, I just I just can't be doing I always say to you, like, I live by myself and the thoughts of somebody being around here breathing and being annoying and changing my channel and leaving the stuff around. I'm just kind of too set in my ways. I just I just like, it'd be nice to see somebody to go on, like, maybe for a drink, but once every two weeks. That'll do me. That'll do me. Wow. And so I can't wait. If you're going to go on a drink um, once every two weeks, can't wait to see how long it takes you to get up the aisle because, you know. <laughs> I'll flat any day now, I'd say. Well, we're thinking if we went for the, the manly drinks, you know, during at the start, and then we can go to the step dance afterwards, you see, when we've got the phone numbers or, you know, you've got the chats going, then you go, right, we have to go, yeah. we have a business meeting or whatever. And then off you go to, you know, Panty and throw yourself around the dance floor with one of the drag queens. Oh, there's a girl here uh, who was going on a date today. So good luck. She said, wish me luck. And I've already seen now. Um, oh, good luck, girl. I hope we'll have to, I'll message her. Well, I hope you don't eat it. I hope he doesn't have turkey teeth. And I hope oh, well, unless. But look, equal opportunities. If you're into turkey teeth, go for it. Yeah, well, maybe some people are into that. You know, we have to just let them be. Uh, let's have a look here now on back in the Insta archive because I have to scroll back and see what the story was. Oh, I, I just, because I'm just having a look to the responses. I saw somebody has said, like, about trusting someone. And oh, bless her, she's put a little sad face because uh, I get that. Why? Because just particularly if people have been born before, mm. it's, it is really hard to kind of be open to the thoughts of letting, you know, getting past, even getting past the crack and all of that at the start. If you start falling for someone, whatever, I totally yeah. get that why it can be hard to put yourself out there again, particularly if you've been born a few times. But they're not all bollocks. We can't believe they can't all be bollocks. So. There's the two women who have no interest in dating. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I'm more so concerned where I just don't want somebody snoring and breathing and messing up my stuff. Uh, somebody did ask us, just turned 40 and I'm single, where to go to find a date? Um, I'm assuming she hates sex, like us. Like, yeah. Well, when you find these secretive, both these secret, <laughs> like, <laughs> treasured pubs that are full of, like, eligible men, share it with her. Um, so yeah, I, got, no, I don't know. I get it because I think like the whole age thing it is you just put and I think we all just do it to ourselves mm. it's like we it's not just about it's like finding a man the baby thing I should be married and then you're comparing yourself to what everybody else around you is doing and they're younger than me it's like what I said about my sister's wedding earlier on yeah as much as 
you might be like I'm very happy at the moment by myself doing my own thing focusing on my own shit but it does sometimes it just gets into your head and particularly with when with your age because you're kind of like well I should be doing this I should be doing that but bollocks we shouldn't be doing anything because how many people and we talk about this a lot how many people do we know who are in the position that we should be in they may be married or they have a long-term fella or girlfriend, whatever that situation is, they may have kids, a house, have everything that they should have by this age, but they're miserable as they mm. Or like the relationship's shy, or they can't even stand to look at each other. Or they're just like, they haven't had sex in two years or whatever. Do you know, like, just because you're not where you should be, it doesn't mean that you're, you're probably happier as you are, but I totally get that because... I'm like like everybody else it does it looms on you you're like well what what's wrong with me why don't I have this and especially why am I still single at this age but like I said you just kind of have to like take yourself out of it because we all sink into the hole sometimes of thinking that but you're like would I rather be me and cracking on and doing what I want to do than being one of these shitty relationships because we all listen to our friends and our sisters and our family or whoever it might be telling, whinging and moaning about how bad it can be. So I do get it though. But we're just, we've got a strange bunch of friends. Like <laughs> we're nearly all single. So <laughs> we're all right. So at least we've all got each other. So come and be our friend. Yes. We'll have to, we do, myself and Roshan are planning to organise a meetup where, you know, we won't be there or we'll be in disguise because obviously we're not publicly known or whatever but um we w- are hoping to get a group of you together now that restrictions are lifted and maybe you'll make some daters on a date friends that'd be nice and for in terms of where to find someone like it's not only just because you're 40 um and there's nowhere to go i think if the dating apps are like i'm not 40 yet but you know not too far off and it just feels like there is nowhere to go except for the dating apps and they're useless so i think it's a, i think it's a case of just having to put yourself out there in different scenarios like go into not Ros's hiking club but maybe join a hiking club if that's what you're into or you know yeah I think like that's what people say it's like go and whatever it is you like to do put yourself out there and kind of try and meet people I know the organic way or whatever they say but again I don't even think that is just relative to our age like as in how do you meet someone because I'm sure there's some girls who are probably like 20 25 messaging in yeah. saying the same thing saying well where where do we find them do you know like I'm sure they're not I'm sure some people have met their husband or wife in coppers but like let's be honest 95% of people who meet in coppers is not it's not going to turn into anything so no I think we're all in the same boat there's kids that are like us kids sorry that sounds so condescending there's people in their 20s who are like you know they have so much to compare against these days because you know lads are used to seeing picture perfect insta models of their age they're not used to having like lads who grew up with us who knew there was who knew us when it was you know clear mascara and yeah. hair mascara and you know Constance Carroll makeup and they saw they saw the 150 pictures in the Facebook album from the night before where you have like nobody has their eyes open and yeah yeah where yeah. now everything's so like like you said filtered insta perfect so like I do try like when I am on apps I do try to be like <laughs> a bit real we'll be like right let's just put out some legit pictures here because like it's like I said about like say an ex of mine I see on there and I'm like damn pictures you do not have that body anymore and <laughs> you're 10 years older it's like I'm not going to use pictures of me when I was 10 years younger because I'm setting myself up for a fail then I walk and he goes oh Jesus because she's had a rough week yeah you know 
Exactly. Uh, People looking at you going, oh, no, that, you don't look like that. <laughs> so, um, well, look, I think we've answered a good few dilemmas and rambled a good bit. So, Michelle, thank you for being Roisin today slash, uh, you know, a commoner Vogue. <laughs> I'm telling you, Vogue and Joanne, watch your back, bitches. Yeah, my, my therapist that's ghosting us, it's every man alive. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, thanks for having me on and listening to me ramble on. I do have a tendency to go off on tangents, but it was good to chat to you. And maybe I'll, if I do get my old dating head back on soon, I can come back on and have another chat to you. And, but I just don't see it happening anytime soon. Well, if Not any- until we find a man who doesn't snore, who doesn't breathe, who doesn't leave shit around the place. Um, so yeah, and he's crack. Yeah, and he's good crack, and yeah, has a Tyrone accent. <laughs> I find a You can find yeah, find one for me when you're up there with that one. Grand. So when you find him one for yourself, just find a spare one as well for me. Yeah, I'll test him out for you, and then if he's decent, if he's not good enough for me, but he's grand, I'll say, oh, here, shall I got someone for you. <laughs> I, I I love a grand man. A grand man. Um, if anyone is got a story to tell and they want to come on with us and have a chat, please do DM us or email us. Um, and if you are listening, since we've last spoken, you can now rate on Spotify. So do give us a rating and follow and all that kind of crack. But anyway, it's been Nicola and Michelle bringing you date. It's going to date back with you and we will see you soon. Thanks, everybody. Bye.